I'm Leanne Spencer, expert in corporate well-being, author, and your host. Welcome to the Remove the Guesswork podcast. We bring you a 10-minute episode every single week to give you everything you need to optimize your well-being. The show's brought to you by my company, Body Shop Performance. We use technology and science-based solutions to create happy, healthy, and resilient teams. Find out more at bodyshopperformance.com and enjoy the show. Hello, welcome to the Remove the Guesswork podcast. And if you're listening in the UK, chances are you finally got your first glimpse of summer. I'm looking out to blue skies, very few clouds, the weather's warm, it's about 25 degrees here in London. Hurrah! This is what we've been waiting for for the last few months, eh? And if you're an international listener, and I know we have many, um, I hope it's nice weather where you are as well. It lifts the mood and energy so much, I think, of people. And before I get going today, we are running another of our Burnout at Work webinars on the 24th of June, which is a Thursday. It'll be at 11 o'clock GMT. We ran this two weeks ago and we had an amazing conversation. There were about 10 people on the call. Most had cameras on, not all. But we just had this incredible interaction. People were open. They were honest. They were sharing aspects of their story. Um, they asked me questions, which you know encouraged me to speak really openly. And I, I answered those questions as frankly as I could. And we just had a really, really good conversation. So we're running that one again on the 24th. Do join us for that. It's free to register. I'll put a link in the show notes. And you can find that on the events section of our website, which is bodyshopperformance.com. So hopefully see you there. That is, of course, for heads of people, chief people officers, HR managers, HR directors, those sorts of titles. Anyone who has a responsibility for the welfare and the well-being of your people. So hopefully see you there. And kind of related to that is the topic of this week's podcast. I have for the last few weeks, probably about six, seven weeks now, been working a four-day week. So I've been taking Fridays off, having a long weekend and and really focusing in on the four days that I'm working. And I shared an update on LinkedIn recently, and I, I think it's really worth recording some content for you on this and maybe encourage you to think about this, particularly if you're responsible um, for the number of hours that people work. And just share with you some of my findings and what's what's really worked for me, what I've enjoyed about it. And spoiler alert, I am going to be carrying this on um, for as long as I possibly can. So the first thing uh, that I really noticed is whether or not I was ever really working five days. What I think I was doing is spreading four days across five days. Now, I completely get that that might not be the case for you. You might be trying to get six days work into five. So bear with me. I'm just talking about my own personal experience here. Um, but I, it's, it's compression. So Cyril Northcote Parkinson um, stated uh, a law, if you like, which is called Parkinson's law, which is that work fills the time allocated to it. So if we've got a day, we'll take a day. If we've got an hour, we'll get it done in an hour. You know, that is the, the basic premise. And I think that's probably applicable to me. I think I had five days, so I filled them. But actually, when it comes to it, it's four days work. Now, I could do more work. I could sit and, and do more, air quotes, hustling. For business, I could do more social media posts. I could do more webinars. I could write more proposals. I could create more content. I, of course, I could do more. I could fill five days, no problem. But what I'm trying to do here is work really smartly, is to, to achieve what we want to achieve and work intelligently and smartly and efficiently in four days if I possibly can and still achieve what we were doing when I was working five days. And that's pretty much what's happened. I found that I'm compressing my time so that I'm filling up four days. I'm getting things done. 
it's working out for me because I like a fast pace. I like lots of tasks. I like to be ticking things off, getting those hits of dopamine and really rattling through work and, and not having sort of idle points where I'm thinking, okay, you know, do I go to that hard thing that I'm putting off or do I get distracted with this? And, and that kind of leads me to the second thing I really noticed, which is about focus. And you have to be very, very focused if you're trying to compress your working hours a little bit. So I love a list anyway. I've inherited that from my mother who loves to tick things off lists. She'll even put things on a list and tick them off straight away. Things she's already done for the sheer pleasure of ticking them off and getting that, that cheap dopamine hit. And, um, lists I, I, I use a lot, a good old fashioned notepad with a list of tasks. And very often, in fact, almost always I will come in to the day's list. So I won't sit down and gather my thoughts. I'll already know what I'm coming in to do because I've made that list the night before. So I really live off lists. I've also got, um, over the years, really not so much in the last few weeks, good at saying no. Um, I don't reply to unsolicited emails, um, offering me services or offering to contribute content or anything like that. I just don't, or I'd spend too much time saying no thanks to things and then possibly getting another reply on the back of that. Equally, when I write, when in the past we've written something to someone unsolicited, I don't mind if I don't get a reply. So really good at saying no, really good at ignoring stuff that just doesn't need my attention good at delegating as well. And that is also letting the team get on with it, not following up, chasing up. Have you got everything you need? Just delegating and leaving people to crack on with it. Otherwise you're taking up more time, more of their time, more of your own time. Um, I'm planning ahead quite a bit. I know what I'm going to do on what days, and that does sometimes require me to diarize tasks. So I'll go into the diary and I'll block out time to write a post or create content or enter an award, which was this morning. And also what I'm doing is to maximize efficiency. And just to be clear, I'm not talking about, you know, hyper productivity, coming in, crushing the day, doing seven things at once. But in order to come in and hit the ground running, particularly if I've got a hard morning task to do, or a presentation or a, a keynote, is I'll use the afterburn of exercise, which is something I talked about in a previous podcast episode. Again, I'll link to that in the show notes. So I'll do a workout and when I've got all those endorphins and that serotonin, that dopamine flying about from the workout, I'll get into the office and use that to fuel me through the next few hours. So that's focus. Discipline, of course, is really important. If I find that I'm daydreaming or getting distracted, and by the way, I think daydreaming for a few minutes out the window is a micro break, is a great thing to do. But if I find that I'm getting distracted or daydreaming, I'll probably get to Thursday afternoon and everything, uh, not everything is done. And that's the, the trade-off. So because I want to leave on Thursday at whatever time it is, four, five, six, wrapped up for the week, there can't be too many distractions. I've got to be focused. And recovery, of course, is the massive thing because that's what we're doing it for. Um, I'm using those Fridays to rest a little, not get up to an alarm or with a, an immediate action or immediate appointment. Uh, I'm using it to have fun. I'm using it to catch up with people. I'm having some reflexology on some Fridays. I've had some massage. I'm also using it to do longer and more relaxed uh, workouts that answer the clock. Not dithing, dithing around during the workout, but just not thinking, look, I've got to get into this next set because I've got to be out of here in seven minutes in the shower, blah, blah, blah. And because I've got that day for recovery, I am generally far more rested on the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday than I'm working. So it's a, you know, whilst there is more to do in those four days and, and greater concentration and discipline in compressing everything, 
I've got the energy and the headspace for it because I've had that extra recovery. So it's working incredibly well. The lessons I've learned is that you must ring fence, defend, protect that Friday at all costs. Don't be tempted to say yes to a quick call because the whole day will be spent waiting to do that quick call. You'll never really feel in your head that you're free until you've got that thing done because you'll have to make sure you're in an area where you've got reception, where the background noise isn't too much. It just affects everything. So don't be tempted just to slot something in. It's only this, it's only quick. It means I won't have to do it Monday. Ring fence that time like your life depends on it. Um, set your out of office schoolgirl error. I didn't do that on the first week and felt like there were some emails I had to respond to because they wouldn't know that I wasn't working. And then the other thing is tell your team so you don't get bothered by them. I say bothered, you know, um, they won't ask you questions or just a quick thing. They know that, that essentially it's a Monday, uh, sorry, a Saturday or a Sunday. Tell your clients as well. I've been very open about it. No, I don't work Fridays anymore. And then they're very curious. And I'm hoping that there'll be a ripple effect in terms of what I'm doing. And other people will think, you know what, that sounds good. Let's try that for our teams. And some of my clients I know are kicking this idea about. And it can be quite hard to facilitate and organize for, for larger businesses or for certain types of businesses I appreciate. But I think it's an idea we could all be thinking about. There's no reason why it couldn't work, but I'm not saying it's easy. So that's my summary, really, of my experience working a four-day week. I think it's a, a much, much better balance to be working four days and having three days to yourself, essentially. So I'd urge you to think about it within your businesses for yourself. Don't be closed off to the idea if you think, well, that would never happen for me. Just, just entertain the idea of what life could look like if you had an extra day to play around with and have some fun. That's everything from me. Thank you very much for listening. All the very best. Have a lovely weekend when it comes. In fact, you'll be listening to this on the Saturday. So enjoy the weekend. Enjoy this better weather. Uh, stay healthy and all the very best for now. If you'd like to find out more about what we do for companies, head over to our website, bodyshopperformance.com. You'll also have the opportunity while you're there to take our health IQ quiz. If you'd like to find out more about how you sleep, your mental health, your energy, your body composition, digestive health, and your overall fitness for the rigors of life, take our short health IQ quiz and get a highly personalized report at the end. That's over there at the website, bodyshopperformance.com.